All right. Well, it's good to be back on the podcast this afternoon, the Saved by Grace podcast. Again, invite you to make sure you subscribe and uh, be able to listen to all our different sermons and uh, audios on here. So uh, we're going to get right into the message today, and we'll pick up with the singing next time. But we're going to be in Luke chapter number 16, Luke 16 and verse number 19. We'll read down uh, through verse number 28. It says, There's a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there is a certain beggar named Lazarus which laid at his gate full of swords and Designed to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried uh, by an angel or by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember thou in thy lifetime receiveth thy good things, and likewise Lazarus. Uh, evil things, but now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. Besides all this, between us and you there is a great gulf fixed, so that uh, they which would pass from uh, uh, hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house, for I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord God, I thank you for this evening. I thank you for allowing us to be able to come back out and do this uh, podcast tonight, God. I pray now uh, that you'll bless the reading of your scripture, Lord. Give me the words to have me to say. Hide me behind the cross, God. Lord, I pray for those that will be listening to the podcast, uh, Lord, that you'll uh, use this message to speak to their hearts and minds, God. I pray, and in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Uh, so a rather familiar passage of scripture. Scripture here, the scripture of uh, uh, the rich man and Lazarus, and as uh, most people know, the story of the rich man here, he we see here that he has uh, died and has lifted his eyes up in hell. Uh, but this rich man was just not any rich man that we can see here. Uh, but we can see that uh, this rich man is somehow tied into a royal family. You say, how do you know that? What well, says there in verse number nineteen that there is a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And the color purple represented royalty. So somehow, uh, this rich man here, he is uh, tied in to the royal family. Uh, and so we can see here, being a part of the royal family, that uh, he could possibly have anything that he ever wanted uh, at a snap of a finger. We know that uh, uh, someone that's royal, if they want something, they can snap their finger and it's there for them. Uh, but when it comes to a life or death situation and it come for this uh, uh, rich man to cross over from this life into the next life. Uh, uh, being rich and being part of the royal family was no longer good enough uh, uh, because it, what it then uh, uh, determines once you leave this life and enter into the next life it's the decisions that you make with your soul uh, here in this life. Uh, uh, the Bible says except you be born again you shall not see the kingdom of God. Uh, uh, this rich man here has denied Christ 
this rich man here uh, has chosen not to be born again. Uh, uh, so once he uh, closed his eyes in death here, uh, uh, when he lifted his eyes up, he lifted them up uh, uh, in the pits of hell. Amen. Uh, now most people nowadays will say, well, hell's not a real place. Uh, hell's a uh, made up place. It's a place of uh, uh, fairy tale. It's not really true. Uh, uh, Hollywood has made hell seem like an okay place to go. Uh, has made hell seem like it's just a party place. Uh, I will go down there. All my friends will be there and we'll have a great big party uh, for all eternity. But can I tell you something? Hell is a real literal place. Uh, uh, burning fire and brimstone uh, where the worm doth not and the fire is never quenched. Amen. Uh, hell is a real place. It is a place that is no uh, that no man or boy or girl, man or woman should want uh, uh, to experience ever uh, throughout all eternity. Amen. Uh, and for a few minutes, I want to look here uh, about hell. Amen. Now uh, we see here firstly hell. Uh, is for eternity, amen. Uh, first, uh, Second Thessalonians one verse number eight and nine it says, "Taking uh, and firing, uh, uh, flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God uh, and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction uh, uh, from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His power. Uh, hell is a place for eternity, amen. Uh, once you die and go to hell, there is no second chances. Uh, uh, there is." no coming back. Uh, uh, there ain't no hold on. Give me a second chance. Uh, hell is forever. Uh, once you leave this walk of life and you cross over into hell uh, it says who shall be punished with everlasting destruction uh, uh, from the presence of the Lord. Amen. Uh, we can see here in verse number 23 uh, uh, of our text where it says and in hell he lift up his eyes being in torments. Uh, uh, if you were, uh, were to look at that word lift uh, it didn't say that he lifted up his eyes. It says he lift. Other words, it is a present tense word. It's not that he lifted up his eyes one time in hell and then the next time he wasn't. No. Every time that he lifts up his eyes, that present tense word, every time he opens his eyes up, he'll still be in the pits of hell. You can die and say, well, I'll go down there. I'll close my eyes. I'll slap myself a few times thinking it's a bad dream and everything will be over. No. Once you die and go to hell, it is for eternity and every time that you lift your eyes every time you open them up you'll still be in the pits of hell amen I cannot tell you not only it's hell for eternity but hell is a place of torments amen verse number 23 also uh, it says in hell he lift up his eyes being in torments amen uh, that word torments there it has an S at the end uh, it makes it plural it means there's many different torments uh, uh, in the pits of hell amen uh, a lot of people will believe uh, uh, when they read these different stories or they watch movies in Hollywood uh, uh, that they'll go and there's only going to be one torment for all eternity and you can think well uh, uh, sure I can go ahead and I can deal with one torment for all eternity uh, but it is not just one torment there are many torments uh, uh, in hell amen uh, the first torment I see of hell that is uh, uh, dehydration verse number 24 we see uh, uh, the rich man is crying under fa father Abraham and he says I cried and said father Abraham have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I'm tormented in this flame uh, the fire was so hot uh, it was so hot that it was dehydrated 
dehydrating this uh, uh, rich man. Uh, and all he wanted was one drop of water on his tongue to cool his tongue uh, and to cool him up. Uh, now if I go and uh, I work during the summer in the hottest part of the summer uh, uh, and I'm working out in the yard and I start getting hot and I start getting dehydrated, uh, I don't want just one drop of water on my tongue. Uh, I don't want one drop of Coca-Cola on my tongue uh, and it won't help me a bit if I do just drop one drop. Uh, uh, but when I begin to get dehydrated and I begin to get thirsty, uh, I want a whole bottle of water to uh, turn up and just chug down my throat uh, uh, to quench my thirst. Amen. Uh, this rich man was so dehydrated uh, that he wanted just one drop of water uh, uh, on his tongue. Amen. Uh, but not only do I see dehydration, uh, uh, but I see the fire uh, that is in hell. Amen. Mark verse, uh, chapter 9, verse 44, 46, and 48. It says, uh, uh, where their worm dieth not in the fire, it's never quenched. Uh, uh, you say, well, Brother Joshua, every fire uh, at some point in time is bound to go out. Uh, every fire is eventually extinguished. Uh, every fire eventually uh, uh, begins to get cooler at some point. But no, uh, uh, this fire here, it never goes out. Uh, it is an eternal fire. Uh, it never gets any cooler. Uh, uh, but it constantly gets hotter. Amen. Uh, it says right here that that fire uh, is not quenched. Amen. Uh, and uh, let me tell you, I can't stand uh, uh, to be burning something and have to get near uh, uh, the fire because of the heat that will come into my face. It will burn. Uh, and it drives me absolutely crazy. Uh, I can only imagine that for all eternity, uh, uh, being in a fire that is never quenched and that never cools down. Uh, and you're right in the middle of the fire. Uh, and you're burning for all eternity. But not only that, in Mark 9, 44, 46, and 48, do we see that the fire is never quenched. Uh, uh, but we also see that there's a worm that dieth not. Amen. Uh, now I can't stand bugs. I don't like bug bites. Uh, uh, when I do get a bug bite I can't stand it because they itch and they'll drive me crazy. Uh, uh, but there's a worm that's never uh, never going to die and all that worm does for all eternity is sit there uh, and will chew at your flesh and gnaw at your flesh uh, and you can smack at it and you can stomp on it all you want to. Uh, you can try to knock it off of you all you want to uh, but that fire will not uh, that uh, uh, worm will not die. Uh, it will continue to eat your flesh for all eternity. Amen. Uh, but I also see uh, another torment of hell. And to me it is the uh, absolute worst torment that uh, uh, anybody could experience. Is their conscious. Amen. Uh, you're conscious every time uh, uh, that you close your eyes. Uh, every time uh, uh, you uh, uh, try to imagine that you're somewhere else and you close your eyes in the pits of hell. Uh, I can only imagine that every time you heard a preacher preach uh, about hell and how you need to be born again in order to keep uh, uh, from going to hell. Every time you had a chance that the Lord convicted your heart uh, and God told you you had to be born again uh, and you rejected Him will continue to roll through your head uh, and your conscience will literally drive you absolutely crazy. Amen. Uh, one of the worst punishments that my parents ever could have gave me as a kid uh, uh, when I'd done something wrong was not to give me a spanking uh, or put me in time out. It was to sit there and let my conscience eat me alive. Amen. Uh, hey, I was one of them, man. They'd leave me alone for five minutes and I'd come run, running to them uh, trying to tell them what I'd done and confess my sins to them. Why? Uh, because my conscience was eating me alive uh, and for all eternity. Uh, I can only imagine that your conscience uh, is going to be there. I'm sure this rich man, uh, every time he closed his eyes, uh, he would see Lazarus there and he'd see all the prophets 
prophets there and tell them he had to be saved and that he had to be born again in order to escape going to a place called hell. But yet he rejected and because of his because of his choices to choose not to choose Christ, now he's in the pits of hell for all eternity. Amen. Uh, but not only in hell do I see that it is for eternity. Uh, not only do I see there's many torments of hell, uh, uh, but I'm glad to say there is a way to prevent from going to hell. Amen. For every bad news, there's always some good news somewhere. And can I tell you with the bad news of a place called hell, uh, there is good news that you can escape going there. Amen. Uh, John 3, 7 says, Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. Uh, hey, let me tell you, in order to escape going to a place called hell in order to keep from going to the place of torment uh, uh, there is one simple thing that you've got to do to keep from going there and that's putting your trust in the Lord yeah. Jesus Christ uh, and coming to a point in time in your life where you ask the Lord uh, to forgive you of your sins uh, and ask him to come into your heart and save you amen uh, we can turn over there uh, to John 3 over here uh, John 3 verse number 1 uh, it says there's a man uh, uh, of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, uh, the saying came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, uh, for no man can do these miracles uh, that thou dost except God be with him. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Uh, Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Uh, can he enter into the, uh, uh, the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Uh, and Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Uh, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not uh, uh, that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. Uh, uh, we can see here a man uh, uh, by the name of Nicodemus. Uh, uh, he has come to Jesus at night, uh, at night time, and he is a ruler of the Jews. Amen. Uh, a very high-ranking uh, uh, person in the Jewish church, a very high-ranking rabbi and he's come to Jesus and he begins to talk to Jesus and he's wanted to talk to Jesus about all the many miracles that he's performed and I like what Jesus said he said and Jesus answered and said unto him Nicodemus hadn't really asked a question yet but Jesus has done giving him an answer and Nicodemus is wanting to talk to him about the miracles but Jesus sees there's something more important that Nicodemus needs to know and that is that he must be born again in order to see the kingdom of God. Amen. You want to prevent going to hell. You want to be able to die and go to heaven. Hey, let me tell you, you've got to be born again. Except you be born again, you shall not see the kingdom of God. Amen. Or you say, well, Brother Joshua, uh, after the things I've done, the sins I've committed in my life, uh, uh, surely God's not going to save someone like me. Uh, the Bible says over there in Romans 10, 13, uh, uh, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Uh, that word whosoever there means boy, girl, man or woman, old or young, uh, the drunks on the street, the druggie in the jailhouses, the harlots on the street corners. Uh, it doesn't matter the sins you've done in your life. Uh, it doesn't matter the wrongdoings you've done in your life. Uh, if 
if you'll just come to a place and time in your life where you'll uh, confess your sin to the Lord and admit uh, that you are a sinner uh, he will save you uh, he'll write your name in the Lamb's book of life uh, he'll take those sins uh, and cast them into the sea of God's forgetfulness uh, as far removed as God amen uh, he'll cleanse you white as snow amen uh, but you must be born again in order for that to happen you say well brother Joshua uh, surely me being a good person uh, uh, surely after all the good deeds I've done uh, surely that's going to get me into heaven uh, surely uh, being a good person is good enough uh, uh, to keep me from going to hell it doesn't matter how good of a person you are uh, oh I see over there in John 3 Nicodemus uh, he was a ruler of the Jews uh, a very high ranking person in the Jewish church uh, you think out of anybody he's probably a pretty good person uh, you think that man uh, he's doing well in his life uh, he don't have to be born again to go to heaven he's a good person no but Jesus told him except you be born again you shall not see the kingdom of God if you want to be able to go to heaven being a good person ain't going to get you there if you want to go to heaven uh, uh, being uh, uh, doing good deeds are not going to get you there the Bible says that you're saved by faith through God, by grace through faith and not of yourself it is a gift to God not of works lest any man should boast amen but you must be born again in order to keep from going to a place called hell amen and can I say also uh, uh, that you must get saved though before it's too late? Amen. Matthew verse twenty, uh, chapter twenty-four, verse thirty-six. Uh, it says, "But of the day and hour knoweth no man, no not the angels of heaven, but my Father only." Amen. You say, "Well, brother Joshua, I'll wait uh, uh, until I'm on my deathbed." Uh, brother Joshua, I'll wait until a uh, uh, later time in my life uh, uh, when I get older. I'll, I'll ask the Lord to save me. Then uh, I got to get things worked out first. Well, the Bible says that no man knoweth the hour or the day uh, in which he's coming back. Uh, he is appointed unto man once to die. Uh, no one knows when they're going to die, man. Uh, hey, how do you know that you're not going to get in your car and go, uh, begin to go down the road and a drunk driver hits you head on uh, and just like that, you're gone. Uh, and before you have a chance to ask the Lord to save you, uh, you end up in the pits of hell. How do you know someone, uh, uh, some crazy person in this world might not walk into your workplace uh, or into somewhere where you're sitting and eating uh, and begin to open fire with a gun and begin to shoot you uh, and before you have a chance to ask the Lord to save you uh, uh, it's already too late uh, hey can I tell you something if you're going to be born again uh, if you're going to keep from going to a place called hell if you're going to keep from going to a place of torment uh, if you want to be able to go to heaven uh, hey let me tell you you've got to be saved uh, and if you don't want to wait too long the Bible says over in 2 Corinthians 6, 1 and 2 it says, uh, we then as workers together with him uh, uh, beseech you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain. Uh, for he has said, I have heard thee in a time accepted, uh, and in the day of salvation have I scored thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now uh, is the day of salvation. Uh, right now is the time of salvation. Uh, behold, now is the accepted time. Uh, you say, when am I supposed to get saved? Uh, when the Lord begins to deal with your heart, that's when you're supposed to get saved. Amen. Uh, that's when you cry out unto God. Uh, you don't want to wait until that chance goes up. Uh, you say, well, Brother Joshua, 
what seems so hard. Yeah, that's exactly what a lot of people say. Uh, but I remember as a seven-year-old boy, I kneel him down by my bedside one night and asking the Lord to save me and to forgive me of my sins. Uh, and uh, one of the very first thing I said when I stood up as I looked at my daddy, I said, man, if I'd known it was that easy, uh, I would have done it a whole long time ago. Amen. Uh, but you must be saved before it's too late. Amen. You must be saved. Uh, and I'll close out with this question here. Uh, why would you pass up uh, a place like heaven uh, to go to a place called hell? Amen. If I held a lighter under your hand tonight uh, and I told you to hold it there, your hand still, and I light that lighter up, uh, uh, the first reaction you're going to have is to pull your hand away. Why? Uh, because you don't want to be burned. Because that fire is hot and it hurts your hand. Oh, can I tell you something? That's exactly what you're doing now. Uh, God, the devil's sitting there and he's holding uh, uh, that fire of hell under you. Uh, and you have a chance to jerk away. Uh, and you have a chance to, uh, to keep from going to hell uh, and be able to go to heaven. And all, all you've right. got to do uh, is call on the name of the Lord. He'll save you. Amen. Uh, what are you going to do tonight? Are you going to accept Christ as your personal Savior before it's too late? Or are you just going to go ahead and say, No, I'm just going to die and go to hell. It's your choice tonight. It's your choice. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to the Saved by Grace podcast. I invite you to tune back in next week uh, and see the podcast that we have for you next week.